the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called, Our Response to the Word. In the midst of the Word of God, there's a whole lot of opportunities. Opportunities to receive the results God wants to manifest in our lives. God extends to us through His Word opportunities to have everything that the Word says we can have. And opportunities to eliminate from our lives the things that the Word says shouldn't operate in our lives. But none of those opportunities will become actualities if we don't respond properly to the word God provides. That's why it's so important for us, brothers and sisters, to properly respond to God's word when he extends it to me and you so that God can actually do in our lives everything that his word shows us that God can do for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. He says, and so the darkness comprehended it not. Didn't even try to grab hold to it. Drop down to verse 14. It says, and the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. Notice what he said. He comes full of grace and truth. Now, we've already learned that God puts in the scriptures parenthetic phrases. Parenthetic means that they're, they're encapsulated within parentheses. And you'll notice that the word and all the way to father is a parenthetic statement, which parentheses in, in the scripture operate just like blinds on a window, that you can open it and see what's behind it or close it, but yet the same thing that's behind it is always there. Like if I'm standing in the, in, in the, in the window right now and you close the blinds on me, I didn't go anywhere. I'm still there. Praise God. And when you open the blinds up, you'll see he's still there. Because I was always there. It's just that the blinds cause you to not see it. Now, that parenthetic statement shows you what God wants you to understand and see and what's always there in the midst of this statement. But at the same time, sometimes it gets in the way of us seeing how he sent the word. Close the parentheses up, please. And we're going to read it without that parenthetic statement in the middle. Verse 14, it's still there. But yet I want you to read it without it so that you can see what it's really like. And the word of God was made flesh. This is how he sent him into the world. It was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. Why do you want to show me that? Because I need you to understand that when the Lord showed up, he showed up just like the soldier shows up to the middle of the war, fully equipped with everything necessary to be able to handle the difficulty for you. Fully equipped, stacked, stocked with everything necessary to be able to get you out. And he came full of grace and full of truth. Two things that he Come out in the name of Jesus. What was that? (laughs) He came full of two things. Praise God. He came full of grace 
He came full of truth. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because them the things, that's, if I can phrase it this way, that's all he needed to get you out your situation is grace and truth. If he comes with grace and he comes with truth, he's got everything necessary to get you out of your situation. Let's look at that grace and truth just a little bit deep, deeper. He said, and the word of God was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. Close the parentheses. Full of grace and truth. That word grace right there is off the hook. Now, you got to understand that. Let me say it right. The New Testament was, tra- was written in Greek, literally Koine Greek. It was written in Greek. But you got to rem- understand that the people who wrote the New Testament were all Jews, except for one. All Jews. And so since they are Jews, that's their primary language. And they understand things in, in, in their primary language. But when they get ready to speak in their secondary language, which was Greek, then they have to find a word that matches what they think the best that they can. So they had to go back into the Hebrew to get this word, but then find a Greek word which translates as close as possible to it. So this word grace right here goes all the way back to a Hebrew word. It's a carryover from the Hebrew And it means loving kindness, loving kindness. And see, it carries an even fuller concept because remember, the Greek and the Hebrew are both very flowery languages. They have have more than one meaning to a word. It carries a, 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 a deeper meaning to it. So this is loving kindness that includes favor, kindness, favorable kindness, and also a gift that brings joy. This is loving kindness that means favor, kindness, or loving or favorable kindness, and it also means a gift that brings joy. So when he said they came full of grace, he came full of favor, full of favor. And so you got to understand that each and every one of you who are the just, whom God is coming to deliver out of the midst of situation, each of you individually is God's favorite. You're God's favorite, every one of you. Look at your neighbor and say, hey, you God's favorite. And say, me too. Yeah, yeah. Every one of you is God's favorite. God's got you before his eye day and night. God has stuff planned from you before the foundations of the earth and has been working everything in history to be able to bring you up to the point of today where he can get you what he wants to get you today because you're his favorite. Now, think about it. We even do, We even are considered his sons. Praise God. Each and every one of us, male and female, are considered the sons of God. And that's an awesome concept. And see, the ladies, some ladies have problems with that. But when you understand that back in that day, the, the women didn't get the inheritance the men did, then you hurry up and accept being called a son. Praise God. Which means you left out if you don't let yourself be called a son. So go ahead and let yourself be called a son in scripture. Praise God. But anyway, um, they, every parent favors their child. It's true anyway. Parents favor their child. Like, for instance, I love y'all. For real, love the heck out y'all. I love y'all. I love, I love you, man. But at the same time, if the truth was anywhere near told, I favor my children over you. I'll put rules out for y'all, I mean, and expect you to adhere to them. But my kids, I'll turn around and say, you know the rule. And they'll say, well, come on, daddy. Yeah, all right. You know, and I let them through, let them slide through some things and stuff like that that I wouldn't let nobody else slide through. Why? Because I favor my kids. Don't be looking at me like that because y'all would do it too. Amen. Praise God, you favor your kids too. Shoot. And so, and, and since that's the case, God, you're God's child. And God, when he sends his word, he's sending it full of favor, which means that I'm going to bust past everything that's a rule. I'm going to bust past everything 
that would say that you should not get it. I'm a, I got everything necessary to be able to send favor into the middle of your life. Because God favors you. God says in the book of Proverbs 20, 21st chapter, first verse, he says he holds the hearts of all the kings in his hand. And just like the rivers of water, he'll turn them any which way he wants. You might not even deserve a job in a particular place, but God will turn the heart of the person that's in control because he, you are his favorite. And he'll make sure you get the job, even though you're not supposed to get it. Are you listening to me? Ha, ha, ha. There's at least a couple of people up in here that were looking at a potential job, but they didn't think they qualified for it. I'm telling you that you're God's favorite. Go ahead and apply for it anyway and watch what happened. Because your educational status got nothing to do with this. This is all about the favor of God. God's going to extend favor into the middle of your life and make sure you get it anyway. Why? Because you're God's favor. That's part of the plan that he had for you to be able to make it into. So you're going to get it. But you're favorites. Everybody say, I'm a favorite of God. Now this time say it like you mean it. And don't say it like you're all tired and stuff like that. Say, I'm a favor of God. God. Amen. Keep saying it strong because we got air up in here. Praise God. I can turn the air on. Have folks shivering and stuff like that. I bet you they'll talk then. (laughs) <laughs> and he's extending kindness into each and every one of our life. In fact, it's favorable kindness. It's not regular kindness. And I like this one too. When he extends grace into your life, it's a gift that brings joy. You got to get this. It's a God sending you a word that is a gift included full of full inside of this word is a gift that's going to bring you joy. So you got to see, see, I see things in, and I'm a visual type person. And it helps me to understand things. And I see an exploded view. You know, for those of you who, you know, understand stuff, you know, an exploded view shows you all the individual parts of it so that you can be able to see each individual part and you can see where it comes from, from whence it comes and everything like that. See how everything is connected. Well, you got to understand that God is, 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 is in heaven. And God, because he loves you, will send a word. That word, which is God, comes in and takes upon flesh. And dwells amongst us. But in the midst of that, if we explode that view, if you leave the flesh behind, you end up now with this word, which is God, which is full of. And then it steps into the next two things, grace and truth. And the grace, when it shows up, exploded view goes into the next stage, comes with a gift. And that gift, when you open it up by receiving it, is full of joy. So God's trying to get joy in your life. God's trying to get you grinning all the days of your life. God wants you to look in your garage and be like, yeah, baby. God wants you to look in your cabinets and be like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. God wants you waking up grinning. Just come on, come on, ladies, look in your closet and be like, that's what I'm talking about. Where you just be grinning. Glory to God. Never have to make any statements like I don't have nothing to wear. If anything else, it's like how much time so I can decide what I'm going to wear because I got all this stuff over here. Glory to God. I got name brand everything. Glory to God. Life is good. Yeah, that's what he wants you to have. Can you imagine waking up every day where you ain't worried about nothing? Nothing. In you, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you ain't worried about nothing. Everything is just straight. Every day you just wake up and what are we, what are we going to do today? Take over the world. Same thing we do every day. We just wake up every day just having a ball in life. Just, I mean, can you imagine that? Can you imagine looking over at each other in the bed and there's no strife, no confusion, no stress, no mess, no job that you got to go to? So you two can become one. I'm talking about married people. Praise God. So that, so that the two can become one? Come on. Did you feel the drop in the spirit on that one? Did you? But anyway, can you imagine just waking up and everything just wonderful? 
When you look at your kids, you just grin because everything's wonderful with the kids. They ain't all cracked out and tripping out and messed up. Come on up in here, acting all crazy, all disobedient and tripping out. Well, you just grin and everything's just happy in life. You just wake up just happy. Somebody asks you, how you doing? And you don't have to be telling some of them Christian lies. I'm blessed when you know you're all messed up. And ain't even speaking in faith. You just know it's the right thing to say. You just, blessed. I'm, I'm blessed. You're lying. You ain't blessed. And you know it. But you can say it then. You say, I'm blessed. How's everything going? Wonderful. Everything's good. Everybody just try it. Say, everything good. See, you have to even smile to say it. You know, everything's good. Everything, for real. Everything good. How's your finances? Great. How's your, I mean, be like Tony the Tiger. Every time somebody asks you something, you're like, Great. Everything's just wonderful. How's your Frosted Flakes? Great. How's, how's your Elijah wife? How's your kids? How's, how's everything? Great. It's just good. God said, that's what I wanted for you. But in order for that to happen, that joy has, is, is hidden in the midst of the gift, which is hidden in the midst of the grace, which is hidden in the midst of the word that God sends to you. Because if you receive the word, then included in this word is the grace that's going to give you a gift called joy. In every word. It's grace that's going to give you a gift called joy to the point where his life gets easy for you. Everybody say easy. No struggle, no strain, no pain, no mess, no stress, no stuff going on. Nothing, nothing. Just life, just good life. Could you imagine just being able to live our life the way you're supposed to live it out? No struggles. God said, that's included in this grace I want to give unto you. And he comes full of grace and truth. This is the second gun that he has. First gun is grace. Second gun is truth. This word truth is talking about reality. Fact is genuine reality. It's not just reality. This is genuine reality. I mean, it's the real thing. Everybody say the real thing. The real thing. See, that, that, when I was growing up and stuff like that, that meant something. Because you had all kind of folk that looked like they was wearing leather. Back where I was, came from in Detroit. Had all kind of folk that looked like they was wearing leather until you get up close to it. And then you find out some stuff was genuine leather. We used to call it genuine. Genuine leather. What you got on, man? Genuine leather. You got him like pop it. You know, genuine leather. And they be like, that's what I'm talking about. And then you look at theirs and you be like, oh, that's man-made. That's pleather. Anybody remember pleather? That's what we called it, pleather, plastic leather. It was called pleather. Whereas it was like plastic, but, you know, vinyl. And they ran it through and, you know, put like a print on it, make it look like it's come off the side of a cow, but it didn't. You know, <laughs> all this pleather stuff, you're looking at people's shoes, you'd be like, man, don't go outside, it's hot today. They'd be like, why, why, your shoes gonna melt, you know, you start laughing, because they ain't genuine, glory to God. See, y'all laughing, because, but see, you can tell genuine leather, the difference between genuine leather and the pleather when you got up close to it. And it's the same way with folk lives. You get up close in their lives. You'll find out whether it's genuine or whether it's pleather. Get up in there. In church, they sing like everything all right. They're like, they walk holy, holy. They, wave. they got the holy wave going. They know how to dip to the music and stuff like that. Know how to shout, throw their head back, you know. You know, <laughs> know how to do it all. I mean, just <laughs> they got it down fat, boy. But get up close. See whether it's genuine or whether it's man-made. Just ride in the car with them. See whether or not they all sweet and nice while they're driving through traffic or they're cussing everybody out. Because, you know, some folks think it's their road and everybody else is an obstruction on their road. You, you ever been on road with people like that? Mad at everybody when they riding? Get out the way! Move over! Look at these no-driving people. Yeah, the blanket, they blankers. You know, and, and, and it's just going all off. They stuff fake. It ain't genuine. 
A lot of, a lot of believers walking around with, with, with pleather prosperity. Pleather, you know, fake. Prosperity. They ain't got real prosperity. You just saw what they drove up and thought of how much money they had. You said, man, look at that car. Dang, they got some money. No, they don't. They just got credit. Ain't <laughs> prosperity. That's not a demonstration of how much money they got. That's a demonstration of how much debt they can get in. I'm teaching real good. That's fake prosperity. Because stuff like that is supposed to be an earmark of how much you have, not how much you think you're going to get in the future. But Satan has confused us in thinking that we ought to just go out and get everything now and then pay for it later. No, you just gave away your future. Gave away your seed and gave away everything else. But we're learning that in the, uh, in, in the uh, principles of prosperity, in the financial fix that we're doing on the midway. Walk around with fake prosperity? Come on up in here. Got rings, got stuff, got earrings running all up their ear and down their ear, in their nose, on their tongue. Come on up here. Dropping below, we'll stop right there. And stuff everywhere looking, I mean, you know, you be thinking like, they got it going on. No, they don't. Some of the brothers got more suits. They got four closets full of suits. Four. Four closets full of suits. Got ties to match every one of them and stuff. Two, three ties. Got shoes to match them. Got shoes every color. Come in with a purple suit. Got purple shoes. Pink suit, pink shoes. Yeah, brothers come up in here. But asking for some money, I'll I, I get with you on my next check. <laughs> Call them up on their cell phone. It ain't working right now. I'm talking about fake prosperity. And half the believers walk around fake denim mug, plastic pleather Christians running around. But God says, no, I want to I handle that. I want to bring you the genuine life, the life like it really supposed to be, the life like it really supposed to happen. Come on up in here. How many people want that real life? Got my back turned so I won't have to see who's not raising their hand. <laughs> so I won't be preaching at you in a minute or two. Genuine. See, grace and truth is all that you need to receive and operate successfully in a life that God wants you to live. Grace and truth is all you need. That's why this word becomes so powerful. Now, now, if I know that this word is what's going to bring me that gift, cause my life to be genuine and allow me to be able to have joy, you're supposed to be excited about that word. See, if you believe that the word of God is not true, then you'll be like some of the people who believe that something else is necessary to help you get that kind of life or to enjoy that kind of life. Because a lot of people don't really believe the word of God is true. They don't really believe it's true. They don't, even, they don't believe that that word is really going to be a benefit to them. No, they don't. Turn to John chapter 14. St. John chapter 14. It gets good right here. Stay with me. John chapter 14. Here we're going to see what Jesus identifies himself at. Now, we read about Jesus. Now, let's let Jesus talk for himself. That's always good to do. Go talk to the horse. He'll tell you who's going to win the race. St. John chapter 14. <laughs> he said, man, I'm going to win this because my man was out there with that mare all night and stuff like that. And I'm going to win this race. John 14, verse 5. Thomas said, letters in black, unto him, speaking of Jesus, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Question mark. Jesus said unto him, turns real red after this, Jesus started talking. I am the way the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father but by me. I like that. Listen to Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way. He said, man, I don't, I don't know the way. We, we don't know the way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Notice what it does not say. 
I am a way, a truth, and a light, a life. No, he didn't say he's a truth. He said, I am the truth. In fact, if you want to really get proper about it, he is the truth. That word the or the is a definite article, definite article, which means that it drops everything down and reduces everything down to one thing. When he says, I am the truth, he is saying, I am the truth. There is no other truth but me. It's one of the reasons why we personally, that's just us. I ain't cracking on the song. Don't get me wrong. But that's why we don't sing in here in this church. Our God is an awesome God because that's a lie. God's not an awesome God. He's the awesome God because that gives the impression that there's something else that could be it also. And that's a misrepresentation of the truth. The truth is, is that he is the awesome God. There ain't no God beside him. Isaiah said, there's none beside me. There's none before me and there ain't nothing coming after me. And since nothing's coming after me, that shuts down most of the religions that came after Christianity that's trying to tell you that there is another way. No, there ain't no other way. He's it. Are you listening to me? That's it. When Jesus said, I am the way, he was telling them, hey, you don't need to look no further. I'm it. You don't need to, you don't need, you don't need to try to figure nothing else out. I'm it. See, that might not mean nothing to y'all, but that excites this brother because if I ain't got to figure nothing else out and just look at him and find out what the way is, let's go. That, should, that helps me because now I ain't got to get 56 different self-help books to try to figure out how to help myself. If I want to help myself, go get the word because the word is the way. It ain't no other way. This is good. The is a definite article. It denotes exclusivity. If you like $50 words, it denotes exclusivity. This is exclusive. But see, you got to get this. You got to get this. See, God is inviting you into an exclusive club. When he says this, that I am the way, when you start operating according to God's, God's way, then you step into an exclusive club, whereas you are singled out as a somebody that nobody else is. You are a person who has the way. Everybody else think they got the way. They ain't got the way. We got the way. The word of God is the way. That means if you want to know the way to live life, it's in the book. If you want to know the way to be able to operate in life, it's in the book. If you want to know how to handle the problematic situation that you're living in, it's in the book. If you want to understand how to get out of lack and be able to cause poverty to step back, it's in the book. This is the way. There is no other way. He said, I am the way. That word way in the Greek is a primary word meaning a road. God said, I'm the road. I'm your road map to the awesome things, that, 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 the life that you want to live. I am the road to that. In fact, it even denotes the fact that it's a paved road, like a highway, which means that this one ain't got no lumps and bumps on it. I smoothed this thing out just for you so that you can be able to make it to the thing that I have in store for you. The rocky road is only on when, many times when we take the off road. Come on up in here and start going all other ways and stuff like that. God said, no, that wasn't even the way. You ain't had no business riding over there. Walking around trying to, you know, ride through, you know, uh, all these lumps and bumps in life, all in places where you ain't supposed to be. No, God said, just walk, go down the road that I have in store for you. By implication, it means progress. Not only is it road, but it's also progress, which means that if we want progress, it's in the word of God. Just do what the word of God says, because that's what gives you progress. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you're blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope even more that you're learning the importance of responding to God's word the right way, especially since God tells us in his word what he wants to do for us. But his word also tells us that we have to respond to his word properly for those things that happen for us. So let's believe God's word is true and do what he tells us in his word that we ought to do. That is respond properly to the word that he shares with me and you. That way God can do in our lives everything that he promised in his words that he'll do. 
If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'd be more than glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And talking about coming through, I got just the thing for you ladies out there to do if you're in or visiting San Antonio this weekend. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the brothers from Word of Faith prepare for the sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one, my sisters, that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want a plate. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So ladies, if you're in San Antonio or surrounding areas this weekend, come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Come be blessed at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 